Welcome to the Cross the Line Podcast. My name is Carlos Smith, and I have another special guest today. We are back down in Atlanta, Georgia again today with a photographer. And right now, I'm sitting with Mr. Shannon McCollum. How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing really well. Thank you for having us, man. I really appreciate the time. I, I know you're busy right now, and that, like you were saying off camera, you, that you're on the Come to Get Down tour with some of the funniest comedians, you know, D.L. Hughley, Cedric the Entertainer, Mr. Eddie Griffin, and George Lopez. So kind of tell us, like, what is it like, um, the, the tour? Um, you know, it's a, um, it's a, it's a real brotherhood, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's a real brotherhood. It's, um, it's a group of grown men that, um, <clears throat> that have been in the business, um, 30 years plus. Legends. Yeah, yeah. man. 30 years. And, and, and. As 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 the photographer of this tour, I've been on many tours, but the photographer of this tour, I I I, I feel the love, mm-hmm. you know, amongst the amongst them, and and that's the way I like to shoot it. I like to capture them in 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 the in in the laughing and in the in the the, the dapping each other and the, the, just the whole vibe, right? You know, and also they be clean. Oh yeah, yeah, man, all the time. Oh come on, man, them OGs be clean, so. Uh, I take pride in shooting them like the Rat Pack. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my whole thing. You know, I, I, I'm on the black and brown Rat Pack with you know with these cats. You know, they wear they wear some of the meanest hats uh, by um, by this cat named Alberto mm-hmm. in L.A. He he's a he's a craftsman at these hats, man. If you ever on DL or Fed or Georgia's instagram um not all of them but the majority of the hats definitely uh that dl and george wear are by alberto and they're just beautiful handcrafted so with that being said is i get to um i get to document these ogs in a with suits and you know and you know the clean and these hats and you know it's just a vibe of reminds me of frank sinatra and you know Sammy Davis Jr. and Dean Martin, you know, some OGs, you mm-hmm. know, that did it all. They did TV. They did, uh, they did, they, they were musicians, you know, and, um, uh, and, uh, and these cats are, are TV and comedians and right. the other cats are comedians, mm-hmm. you know. So. Is it like a feeling of like, how does it make you feel just to sit in front of these guys, like, like we're saying, legends that have been doing, putting in the work for all these years? Like, is it like a sense of like awe that you're like amazed that you're, you have the, the privilege to sit there and, and do some work for them? What, what, how does that make you feel? You know, that's a good question. I'm always, I'm always honored to be in that kind of presence, you know. And and um, Sid and George have um, Hollywood Walk of Fame stars. Yeah. It's know? big. <laughs> It's they huge. Got a Hollywood Walk of Fame stuff, man. And 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 you know, I'm in these cats' crib, you know, I'm um I know their families, you know, it's it's we, we all have become a family. We go on vacation together, mm-hmm. they invite me and you know, it's just it's 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 such a dope feeling and sometimes, you know, I have to be like you know, like like said, like said, I'm G. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like a, 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 a OG. And 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 I mean we're talking about George Lopez and George Lopez show that still run in, in uh uh syndication. You know, I remember I remember his 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 late night talk show when that was the big thing, you know. And uh and what's the movie um Eddie Griffin was in where he played like the like the like slick Pimp type guy. Was it uh was it foolish? No, nah, was it not foolish? Well, he, wasn't foolish. he was in foolish yet. But now this is another movie. He 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 was the he was the whole the lead. Damn, I can't think of the name. But anyway, um being in their presence, man, it's like it's like and they just love each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm documenting that. Like I'm capturing that. I'm, they just they just they just love each other and they 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 even even Deal and Said have told me that being on the Kings of Comedy tour, on that tour, even even the guys that are their road managers tell me that nobody went in anybody's dressing room. Wow. No. Nah. He said Bernie, uh, Steve, 
and they, they everybody just kind of kept to themselves. You know, when it's time your when it's time your time to go out, you go out, go back to your dressing room. You know, mm-hmm. we chop it up in the middle sometime. Or, you know, every now and then you go and chop it up with somebody. Mm-hmm. But they said, no, nah, it wasn't like this tour. And mm-hmm. this tour, man, I mean, literally, George's dressing room every night is a party. <laughs> wow. That cat is an incredible DJ. His genre of music, he's all over the place. Like, like he might spend, he might put on some, he might put on some Jay-Z and then he'll go to like some, some, some Steely Dan, you know, to, to some Billy Joe. I mean, he's just all over the place, you know, it's just, you get some dope stuff in there and it's just like, wow, every night is a party. You know, and the people that be in there, they just be like, wow. And I'd be like, I do this every weekend, you know? Right. <laughs> and you said this tour has been going on for how many, four years now? We're, 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 we're coming up on four years. Wow. Yeah, a couple months. Yeah. Do they do they ever DL and Sedge? Do they ever kind of you know, not saying one is better, but do they kind of compare this tour to like the Kings of Comedy, like you were saying? Yeah, they 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 have before, you know, and, and small talk, and then when 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 you know people ask said and, and DL all the time, mm. you know, they always ask them, you know, and um, uh, that tour, that tour was a bigger gross tour. Mm. But as far as the, the the brotherhood, like you don't like the stuff I'm shooting now. If I would have been on that Kings of Comedy tour, you would have saw a more of a, you know, I think they just I think I don't know if they had a photographer on that tour, you know, mm-hmm. because the pictures that you see of them, they're all like I like to call pose stage shots, mm-hmm. you know. Um, this tour, the comedy get down. You catch the vibe. Mm-hmm. You see the vibe. Like I'm giving you the vibe. I'm giving you, you know, I'm how these cats get down, you know, and 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 you wouldn't know that if um if I wasn't um capturing these moments and on this tour. Right. Yeah. I want to go back just a little. Well, go back a walk a little, a little bit. Um. So just tell us how did you actually get your start in photography? Um. My dad is a photographer. And, um, shout out my pops. Um, he uh, he's been a photographer all my life, and wow. all, all my life. You know, he was he was he was a, he's been a newspaper photographer, and um, <clears throat> he um, it was always just like when I was growing up. He worked for the Atlanta Journal Constitution, and we would eat breakfast, and we get the newspaper, and we go and. We sit at the table, and my mom, we and dad, and my, and we would look for my dad shot. You know, it was like, mm-hmm. like I remember, I remember my dad had shot Michael Jordan's rookie year. He used to shoot, and uh, like Michael Jordan had hair. I was like, wow, you know. And he would print the pictures, and he bring them home, and I take them to school and sell them. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> if I, I mean, I, and I'm at the time, it's all hustle. It's a little hustle, yeah. Yeah, and you know. I'm, Michael Jordan, my dad got pictures of Dominique Wilkins and Doc Rivers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy. All the stuff he used to shoot, Spud, but you know, he used to bring all them pictures home. But uh, but anyway, I got it from my pops, man. Yeah, he 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 inspired me. But the crazy thing is, I never wanted to be a photographer. Really? Like that wasn't that was nothing at a young age I talked about. You know, mm-hmm. it, you know, a lot of kid, a lot of cats by high school they kind of know what they want to do, and I I didn't really know, man. Like I I. I kind of wanted to be a teacher, you know, mm-hmm. and I and I did. I, I I taught school for like three years, and uh, then I picked the camera up because I met this cat, Andre, and um, he has, he went to Morehouse. I went to Clark, and we had a partner, um, cat named Jason, and he introduced us. And um, Dre was a photographer, but Dre was shooting creative shit. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he was shooting, you know, with, the, with the, his friends and, and parties. And I was like, yeah, I want to do that, you know. And, and I said, like, I can get a camera for my dad. And my dad had all the dope cameras, mm-hmm. like dope lenses. And uh, and my pops gave me a camera and I started hanging around this cat. And we just started shooting, man. We used to go everywhere and just shoot. And uh, I fell in love with photography. So did you... Did you try to balance teaching and photography? Or At the you, beginning, you did. At the beginning, okay. and then I just left teaching. I was just like, it's like, you know, I'm gonna be arguing with a lot of kids. Right. Like, you know. 
Yeah, that's that's, that's rough. I, I commend anybody who's a teacher because yeah. I, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a big responsibility. <laughs> yeah, it is every day. So, so as a photographer now, is it hard for you to balance like your work life plus being a father and everything? Is it hard to balance both of them? Um, is it hard? It is. It's work. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work because, um, because I work a full time job. You know, I still work a full time job, and on, I tour on the weekends. You know, and um, so I go almost every day. You know, and and you know, you wanna you wanna make time for your kids, and um, you know, you 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 wanna make time for your lady. Right. You know what I mean? And you wanna, even though you're working and, and touring on the weekends, I I you know you gotta get you gotta sit in front of that computer. Mm-hmm. So, so you don't just do photography full time. You, you mean like you have another job? Yeah. And then you do photography. Yeah. Outside. Okay. Yeah. 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 I work at Delta Airlines. I've been there ten years. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I work for Delta during the week, and then on the weekends I, I get on the road and tour with these comedians. Wow. Do you remember what your first big break was? Like when you get big moment for you in photography? You know, I, I, I don't. I think, I think, I think, I think, I just thought, I just, I just started shooting a lot of parties in Atlanta, mm-hmm. you know, and people just started seeing me everywhere. And, and I kind of, I kind of, I kind of worked my way into, I met, I met Big Boy at, at he was in, he was in high school. I met him at, 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 at Lennox Mall. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how, if he introduced me, he gave me Rico Wade's number. Rico Wade was a producer of the Organized Noise. But anyway, I started going over Rico house all the time and just taking pictures in the in the dungeon. And everybody come to all good mm-hmm. love. And you know, Future was Future used to be there because they cousins and you know, but he wasn't really rapping though. He right. was just kind of a young dude. But uh I and I just started kind of like being the dude on the scene. You mm-hmm. know, I made my face, I made my face my 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 it was a marketing plot, you know. You know, I used to let me tell you, I used to I used to introduce myself to people as my full name and be like, mm-hmm. "Hi, I'm Shannon McCollum. Nice to meet you." Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted you to know, like, who you were. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I was like, because you know, it's a you know a lot of cats named Shannon, but I mean, I'm Shannon McCollum, and I said that, I, I used to say that shit with confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, I still do. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I believe in who I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So when when you meet me, I want you to you know be like, "Oh, okay." That was my thing back then, because when you work for yourself, you're the storefront now. You know, mm-hmm. you, you might be dope at what you do, but but how do you act in front of a client? Are, are you going to be on time for the gig? Or are you going to deliver the product when you say you're going to deliver the product? Because because really, if you don't, you're hurting yourself. Because because that's the thing. Unfortunately, the work might be dope, but they'll be like, yeah, but he took two extra weeks, mm-hmm. and we had to keep calling him. And you know that I don't look good with people, man. So, do you kind of work independently? Because, like you're saying, you know, most definitely. Sometimes, you know, like you're saying, if if it's if somebody's working for you, they might not take it as serious because right. it's not their product; it's your product. That's so, right. is that part of the reason why you may work independent? Um. Well, it's it's it's. Nobody can do, nobody can sell your business. Nobody can do your business better than you can do your business. Right. You started it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You, you, you created it from the, from the, from the, from the, from the root up. And you had a sense of how you wanted your business to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you know, you know, in your business, you got your, your time frame is you got to put out a new segment every so often. Absolutely. So you don't you lose your subscribers or you don't lose the people to come view you. Mm-hmm. You got to keep hitting them on time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 in my business, you know, I want to I want to I want to make a dope product and I want to be proud of my product. And I want to I want I want I want cats to be like, you know, he do great work. Okay, He do good work and he's a good dude. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to be known as being a good dude, man. Nobody want to be on. Nobody want to work with no sucker nigga, man, because you can find somebody else. Talking about the music, though, um, you said you were like the guy that was always on the scene. So when, once you when you were constantly, you know, going to these different clubs and with Big Boy and all those guys, was it like they needed some photos or something done? Were, were you like the first guy to hit up because they knew they already knew who you were and they knew your hustle? Most definitely. 
Yeah, I would, I would, I would. Rico, Rico would call me and be like, "Yo, we going to to the velvet room tonight. We going wherever." Uh, he said he would say, "How much you gonna charge me to come shoot us?" Just they would they would hire me just to come shoot them hanging out. Wow. You know, they would just they would just they'd be in the club, they'd be smoking, and they'd be popping bottles, and and it would be like cats winning the championship every night. They'd be really mm-hmm. like like really popping bottles and and i used to just be there and just like you know just shooting them and uh but he would pay me five hundred dollars to go out on a friday night we talking back in the 90s you know that's big yeah man and i would i would i would get that little bag man and shoot them cats and it wouldn't and 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 it wouldn't be all the time but it would be enough or wherever they felt like they wanted to do some fly shit you know like an album release mixtape release or uh, we just going to kick it because you know, Jeezy, blah, 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 you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, it was just they, they all Atlanta always supported Atlanta, and I would always get, the, I would always get that first in call because uh, I was so cool with the artists, and then I had become so cool with they, with they right hand people, you know, the PR people, the assistants. How, how was the music scene back then compared to like now? So if we're talking about music, how how was it? You know, it was it was. It was crazy because, you know, Atlanta artists were on fire. Oh, yeah. Like Atlanta was on. I mean, like in all we was hitting it like like Usher had it. Uh, Jermaine Dupree was so so deaf. So so deaf. Ludacris had it. You know, you can't find on Ludacris. I think Jeezy, when Jeezy came out, that was. That Trap or Die. Trap or Die. That was. I remember I was still in middle school. And, okay. Um, well, my high school was seven through twelfth grade because it was okay. so small. Okay. And uh, I remember when Jeezy came out. I mean, it was crazy. Trapper died and the <laughs> Snowman T-shirts. Like they were sending kids home. Oh, for that. If you had the T-shirt on, they would make a change, or you you just going home. I was like, man, that was might have been one of the like craziest movements. I remember that was a Jeezy. great yeah. marketing plot. It was huge. He came with the Snowman. Yeah. And he was on fire. Like everywhere you rode, everybody was playing that shit, man. Yeah. Everybody I remember I remember I was on tour with Dead Prez. I used to I used to tour with um Dead Prez. And and we would be in New York a lot. And I mean New York niggas was playing that cheesy. Yeah, I was like, I mean like it was everywhere. He was he was that dude. You know, him and drama and and, and Cannon, you know, they, they had the mixtapes on fire. That's when the mixtape game was big. Crazy, yeah. So Atlanta, the streets was crazy, you know. And with that being said, there are lots of parties, and I'm up in all the parties. I was, I, I would, I would just be, you know, do promoter side. How much you gonna try to shoot my party, man? And back then, I wasn't trying to kill nobody, but I, I was getting about three hundred, you know, mm-hmm. three hundred a night. So, so on, on on a Friday and Saturday, I could, I could make a quick six hundred. Then I might have shot some headshots for somebody and made a little 125 and doing the mm-hmm. week, you know. Right. You know, and them little one twenty fives used to add up. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you know, you know, you you know you 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 become a, a person that ain't scared to get money in different avenues within your business. You know, like I might still some people should be like, you you you'll shoot a wedding? I was like, yeah, I'll shoot a wedding. Mm-hmm. You have you have you gotten away from Kind of doing like clubs and music now. Oh, most definitely, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I ain't in no club no more. You know, uh-uh. I'm in the comedy club, but as far as being in there with them rappers and all that, yeah. really, no, I'm, not, I'm over with that. But I'll go and 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 I'll shoot my sons. Concert, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and I'll shoot that whole little his tour life, you know, because I love it, you know, and um, but that's that's. That's the extent of it. I don't be in no strip clubs. Um, you know, um, you know, I used to do all that with the rappers. I used to, bro. I used to do. When I tell you, I used to tour. With, I, I used to. I spent like three years with Pastor Troy. Mm-hmm. And, and you talking about remember the crunk scene? Oh yeah, that was big. With John Scrappy, right? Yeah. So. Lil John, I went on tour with Lil John. Lil John did the anger management tour with Eminem and Fifty, and uh, uh, Lil John invited me out. We did we did arenas. That, that was the biggest gross tour back in like 
what was that? Oh eight, oh seven, oh seven, oh eight, or something like that. And uh, Scrappy was on fire then, man, and he was just, you know, wow, that dude was so wild. And 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 I shot that a whole summer, you know. With, with, uh, what's the dude from from Fifty Cent crew crew? The dude from Nashville. Oh, Young Buck. Young Buck. Yeah. He was a fool. But yeah, so um, going to party, I went to. 50 threw a big party for the tour. We had a day off and we were going to New York and, we, and he lived in Connecticut. He bought Mike Tyson house. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had this big stupid party with a G-Unit perform and and he had, you know, models everywhere and serving drinks and it was crazy. But, um, but, but that was a big tour. But yeah, man, I've been, I've been touring a long time, man. What was one of the craziest parties that, or that you had ever experienced like back in Atlanta in the early late 90s or early 2000s what's one of the craziest things Cause I, I heard with G's and BMF like they had some of the craziest parties like what's one of the craziest stories that you remember um oh my god it's so many I remember one time I, I I forgot the name of the club but like Usher had like like tigers in that one he had like live animals in there mm. I think I don't know if it was his birthday or somebody's birthday. I was like, this dude look like a real like zoo animals. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. But um just just man, I I mean, being in the club with so many different artists, like okay, one time this was in Atlanta, but I used to tour with John Legend. Mm-hmm. And we were we were at we were at, he, he he performed at the All-Star, the NBA All-Star. And it was in Arizona, and uh, and so the night before they had a big uh, they had a big party, and so I was in the car with John, and when we got out, we just they just rushed us into the it was like in a hotel in a big ass uh, uh, conference room or something, and so they rushed us they kept rushing us in, and we're passing all these NBA players and they rushed us right up to VIP. As soon as we got up in VIP, it was LeBron and Kobe and and Jay Z and Jeezy and Beyonce. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm off like, oh shit, <laughs> like great company. Yeah, I mean, they're like, oh shit. And so I'm just, you know, I'm just shooting, man. I'm just, I'm just like shooting. Uh, Shaq came in. That was a dope experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was dope. So, so you were, are you born and raised in Atlanta? Mm-hmm. Okay. How how yeah. has uh, photography changed from when you first started till now? What's like the biggest difference in it that you see? Um, you 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 got an awesome way to display your work now. You know, an awesome way to show your work. You know, when I came up with, the, you had to you had to have that portfolio game strong. You mm-hmm. know, that's that's what you had to do. It went no other way. You had to. Put, got your matter of fact, I, I just showed my lady. I have to show y'all for y'all lady. Uh, I found one of my old portfolios and I was showing my lady the other night. And um, you know, I used to, I was a music, I was a, I was a, I was a, I call myself a music photographer. Like when I used to get business cards, I used to put music photographer. You know what I mean? Because if you go and Google Annie, Annie Leibovitz, Annie Leibovitz was a female photographer. She toured with the Rolling Stones. And she shot so many different, you know, Led Zeppelin. And, and, and if you go ahead and go in the bookstore, look at her work, man. Like she, her, her, her work is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And she used to just, being on the road, the way she shot these photographers, I mean, shot these artists, is, is, is like she, she'd be in the, she'd be, she all be all up in their hotel room, you know, shooting them with their robe on, drinking their coffee, you know, or she would, uh, the way she shot the shows and the way she shot them walking through the, the hallways and the lobbies and, you know, getting on a plane, you know, I just fell in love with that, man. Mm-hmm. I just fell in love with that whole photojournalism. And I said, that's what I want to be. That's what I want to do. That's what I'm going to do. And, um, and, um, and I just took no for an answer, you know, and I just kept doing it. And you just keep doing it to where, where, you get noticed, right? You know, and so now with the new photographers or this new era, is if you dope, 
you got a platform now that we didn't have back then. You know, you had to you had to you had to sell yourself first. You know, you had word of mouth had to be. Yeah, I heard he was a dope photographer. Yeah, social media just makes it. Oh man, it's just, social media made it so much easier, and 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 you know, people can you know refer you through your work, and now I can look at your portfolio on Instagram, go down and mm-hmm. you know, and see how if you really are dope. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's actually how you know I was telling you off camera like that's actually how I found you because you know we're working with DL and yeah. uh, he tagged you on his pictures, and I just happened to scroll on it and I clicked on it and I just checked it out and I was like, let me just yeah. reach out to you to see if yeah. you'd be interested in doing an interview. And it's like social media is just with the click of a button. Now button. you're able to just find some, reach out to somebody. But do, do you kind of have like a, you know, some, since it's so easy now, do you kind of have like a little resentment or do you kind of embrace, you know, younger photographer who, who has it easier than you to just, you know, put their work out? Yeah, I always embrace it, man. I always embrace it. And I always embrace the younger cats because, you know, I was right there in that path. You know, mm-hmm. it was it was my journey. You know, I was 21 when I started and uh, I'm 48 now, you know, so um, it was it was it was in my past. So how am I to like not, you know, a lot of a lot of cats, you know, ask me stuff. A lot of cats get in my DM, you know. I get asked for a lot of interviews and I, I, I turn a lot of them down. Uh, but I went to your page and I was sold off you. I was sold off you. I, I went through that's okay. This dude got good character. You know, and and thank you. Yeah, I said, I said, because I was I even telling my lady, I said, I don't know them. I'll let them in my house. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, don't, mm-hmm. you don't know, but I studied your I studied your page enough to know your 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 character spoke enough of you know this is a good dude. So um and and I saw the message you were putting out and I'm all about that. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely do it. So I, and I appreciate it, and I tell people all the time, you know, I, I've heard no so many times, but you know, it's just Me one too. of those things you just have to keep grinding, man, and, and keep pushing. Yeah, because you, you know, all it takes is one yes. You might That's have it. One yes, and it, it can change the game. Yeah. <laughs> I tell people all the time, they, they just don't know. Like, they might see some of these interviews that I'm doing, but I'm like, man, you don't know the work that I put in. You don't know how many no's I, I hear, how many emails. But I'm saying you, you got denied a job. Like, it, it's just so much that goes into it. Yeah. And, I, you know, I just, I'm just thankful that you were able to sit down with me. Oh, but, yeah. um, what, what were some of the best advice that you received in, um, in your career? Um, some of the best advice I received is um, remain humble. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I get that from a lot of cats. Deal, deal, deal. You know, he, he said he, he told me once. He said he said, man, he said reason I, I let you come out with me all the time because you know cats I grew up with that photographers now and and they always asking me. He said he said you a good dude. I like who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, you're cool to be around. And if you if if people think that way of you, um, you can grow because mm-hmm. they don't mind sharing your you with somebody else. You know, it's all about relationships. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, it's all about uh, helping the next person mm-hmm. or doing something that, that you know that could help somebody out. Right. My, my favorite journalist, Charlemagne the God, one of the things he, I remember him saying is, you know, manners will pl- take you places money won't. And that's, and that's so real true. Talk. <laughs> it's real, yeah. And uh, who, who would you say were some of your mentors in this business? Um, my pops, for mm-hmm. certain. Gordon Parks. You know, like 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 I, I love Gordon Parks and, and what he stands for um, and what he meant to be a black photographer. Um, Annie Leibovitz, you know, I spoke about her, mm-hmm. you know, she's so incredibly dope. Um, um, and, you know, I, I, I like the ton of fashion photographers, you know, I, I like the way cats shop fashion, uh, even though I don't shoot fashion. I used to shoot a lot of fashion back in the day. But I figured it wasn't the lane I want to go in. But I enjoy shooting it though, you know, you know uh, style shit. Um, but I just tried to get get the style out of the music and the entertainment side of it. And um, 
But yeah, a um, cat named Ron Witherspoon, he taught me a lot, man. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a cat in the 60s that's just a good businessman. I was like, you know, it's always good to surround yourself with a good businessman, mm-hmm. minded Absolutely. person. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, they help keep you sharp. Yeah. Do you do you try to learn some things from 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 younger photographers? Maybe like bits and pieces from them. Absolutely, these young casters they come in with it. Right. It's a lot, and 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 they and it's so funny because they be all like bowing to me, and I'll be like, man, no, man, I'm bowing to you. You know, like these young cats, man, they really and they understand the marriage of of shooting and and editing. You know. Some people take it too far, but some people know how to put a nice touch, you know, and you ain't got to do too much filtering, but just, you know, you know, sharpen it just a little or whatever. And um, it looks good, you know, and, and, and I like just I like these young cats. eye, you know, like a lot like now doing what I'm doing is a thing. You mm-hmm. know, you got people that tour with all kind of Wiz Khalifa got his own photographer. Oh, yeah. Um, Future got his own photographer. And, you know, my son got his own photographer, and uh, like my son's photographer, you know, that that kind of beast. It, you know, and his coach, his coach K's son. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah, his coach K's son, and his work is he. Woo, that boy's a nice. beast, man. I love it. I, I'm inspired by him, man. He's a, he's a he's a he's a dope mm-hmm. cat, man. Yeah. What's been one of your favorite places to to travel so far? Like for me, I, I made a list of places that were on my goals with the podcast. I want I made a list of places I want to travel and, and Atlanta was easily one of them. And mm-hmm. I've been here, I've done, this would be my fourth interview that I've done in Atlanta, but I mm-hmm. have so many more places I want to go yeah. that I just wrote as my goals. Yeah. What's been some of your favorite places to go? Uh, so I used to, I used to be a photographer for Delta Airlines and they partnered with Habitat for Humanity. Mm-hmm. And so Delta would Delta would fly to these different parts of the world, these different countries, and build houses. So when I first got the job, man, two weeks later, I went to West Africa. I went to Ghana. They sent me wow. to Ghana for two weeks, man. And yo, it was such an amazing experience to be able to to walk around in the villages and take pictures, and you know, it was just like wow. So, but 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 to get back to your question. Uh, I went to Thai. They sent me to Thailand, and Thailand was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, Thailand and Africa, and you know, uh, I love Paris too. Uh, Paris is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love I love L.A. Man, I'm an L.A. person. That was one of my places I want I want to go to, man. I love L.A. Yeah. Man, I go to L.A. I'm in L.A. a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, because like, it's just it's just a vibe, man. Mm-hmm. It's so cool, and it's work out there for me. Like if I really wanted to, I could pack up and, and go out there and work for DL mm-hmm. full time. Mm-hmm. So what what makes you want to just you know kind of do both of them instead of just full time photography? What makes you want to just not give it up completely and just do photography? Because I actually like my job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I actually like my job. It's not stressful. Is is I can I can my parents can fly free because of my benefits. Uh, my sister can fly free. You know, my daughter can fly free. My That's son, it. he's still on my flight benefits. <laughs> if he want to fly free, he still can. You know, uh, um, so I, I I like that. I like being able to to I like being able to say tomorrow if I didn't if I didn't have to go on on, on tour tomorrow, I could be like, I could be like you know what. I want to go to Paris. As I look at the flights, that's eleven o'clock. I'll land at Paris at six. I can spend the whole day and kick it. Just go, and then come back Sunday. I did it before. I was like, I was like, you really gonna do this? I was like, I'm gonna do it. So I I I, I caught eleven o'clock on a Friday. Got there at like six. Spent the whole day. Kicked this whole shit. Matter of fact, matter of fact, I was on tour with John Legend. And it was such an amazing experience because I was on tour with, with John. They didn't tell me Kanye was the special guest. This one, he was dating Amber Rose. <laughs> Amber was there and uh, and John's wife, 
that was his girlfriend at the time. And and man, back in the dressing room, man, they was popping bottles. We was drinking and I'm shooting and and I was just like, wow. You know, it was it was such a cool vibe. And so I spent the whole day kicking it in the city. Show that night. Flight was at six. Laid down, got got back to the hotel room about two. Laid down to four four thirty. Caught the train back to the airport. Was on the six o'clock. Yo, the flight attendants were like, "Once you're on our flight, come in." Here. I was like, "Yep." And he was like, "Wow." <laughs> I got first class. I slept the whole way. Watched the movie. Ate. Slept the whole way and came back home. Spent twenty four hours in Paris. <laughs> But a lot of people that work for Delta do do that kind of stuff. We'll talk a little bit um, about some music again about your son, Yachty. Did you always know that he would be an artist? Absolutely. Yeah, I I, I didn't know a musician, mm-hmm. but definitely an artist because I I groomed him that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I you know I I it's funny I didn't want him to have to work a nine to five. I wanted him to make money from his artistry. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I I wanted him to be a photographer. I wanted him to be a videographer. I wanted him to be a DJ. You know, I used to show him much, show him how much money some of these big DJs make. You know, and um, I just wanted him to do something creative. And um, or and we were and he was really into fashion. You know, so. Um, yeah, that was just his thing. That's just kind of how he was brought up. Uh, you know, I took him everywhere. I took him on photo shoots. You know, I, I, I took him. He met so many rappers when he was young. Like, he, he came on. I, remember I was with John Legend. We came to Atlanta. John brought him backstage. Uh, T, I met, he met T.I. All the guys that he's crazy got records with these guys. Mm-hmm. Now. You know, it's just like. But I kept him in that environment. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's funny. He said, Dad, he said, he said, he said Dad, you, it's funny. You was grooming me for it. The whole time. The whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and one one of your captions I saw on Instagram um, with your son, you said Coach K said he was going to make Yachty rich for decades to come. Did you envision Yachty being this successful, like business wise, as the businessman that he is? Did you envision this kind of success for him? I honestly, no. I, mm-hmm. Honestly, no. I, I just I had no idea. Now I knew I knew what it could become. I knew, because he's well spoken, Miles is well spoken. Uh, he knows how to talk to people. Uh, I always had him on some yes sir, no sir, point blank period. That's how we get down, you know, point blank period. Uh, and 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 from a little young age, he was grown that way. He remembered that, you know. He he kept that with him. You know, my mom, my my mom is. She's she's like she's like a, a humongous advocate of the homeless people, mm-hmm. and so she go downtown Atlanta and go down to this place where they feed the homeless, and she do it every Thursday for like the last twenty something years, like every Thursday, mm-hmm. feed them, and and you know it's just her thing. So she used to take him, and 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 he saw you know that that whole service. Thing, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, helping somebody. And that's why he's buying his friends cars. And he, goes, he just he just he gets it. You know, mm-hmm. if you put it in front of somebody. How they should act like the streets can can easily steer them to believe something else. But yeah, if absolutely. they get that grounded. Um, this is how you act. This is how you this is how you become a businessman. Mm-hmm. So what I did was when he told me. He had that song one night on SoundCloud. He came over my crib one day and I was just like, he said, I want you to see on SoundCloud, you can see the analytics. And it was like a hundred thousand at one point. I was like, what the? Just like that. It's crazy. So like, you know, just like that. Then this kid does a video to the song in his room. He do a video to the song. And then dressing up in these little as little characters, boom, the song take off. He, Miles come back over to the crew and say, "Dad," he said, "He said it's at five hundred thousand now." It's crazy. I said, "What?" He said, "He said I'm getting promoters in my DM to come tell me they come they I, I, they want me to come perform the song for seven hundred. <laughs> I was yeah. like, "They want to pay you seven hundred dollars to just come do one song?" He's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Wow." So at this point, he. He just graduated high school. It was that summer. Mm-hmm. He just graduated high school. 
I let him fly to New York because he wanted to try to uh, go to New York. But um, anyway, let me just get back to the story. I, I, I can veer off. Um, when he when I saw the seriousness, because he had a manager. Mm-hmm. He's a young cat. He was probably about 22. And I was just like, and at the time, Miles was 19. No, Miles was 18. And I was just like, eh, you're trying to be an artist, too. You ain't no real businessman. So I knew Coach K because we've been boys for 20-something years. Mm-hmm. When, you know, I you see, they got a lot of, they got a lot of, man, they got a lot of, Dope artist right yeah, now. Yeah, that's coach. Yeah, that's coach. And and I knew him when he was when he was passing off flyers and he was doing all that for Jeezy and then he became his manager. I knew him back then because he used to used to um, hire me or I was seeing him at parties. So I hit him on the phone. I was like, "Yo, man," I said, "My son is my son is, is rapping, man." And he, I text him. I said, "My son is rapping. He he got a half a million half a million views on 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 SoundCloud." On SoundCloud. He hit me back like, what? What's his name? I said, his name Miles. He's like, what's his rap name? I said, Yachty, Lil Yachty. He said, bruh. He said, let me tell you something, man. He said, I have little dudes that go to these little parties. And he said, your son is known for going on stage, doing this one song, and then leaving the whole party. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't stick around. He'd do this one song and he'd leave. And I'd be like, wow. And uh, he, said, he, said, he said, bring him by my studio. So we set up a meeting and immediately he said, this dude is star. He said, if you let me manage him, I can make him a huge star. I'm talking about like commercials and other kind of things. Mm-hmm. Coach, he saw it immediately. He was like, I can make. So he said, look, let me, I'll tell you what, without, without me signing right now, I'll pay. I'm going to take him to New York and we're going to go to. We're going to go to Spotify. We're going to go to YouTube. We're going to go to Complex. We're going to go to... Um, uh, uh, I'm, 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 I'm going to do the some other, you know, whatever. Jumper or something. No jumper. Mm-hmm. No jumper podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he, 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 he immediately did all that, got him out there. And Miles had already, before he jumped off, he had already been hanging with ASAP Rocky. So let me tell you how crazy this is. So, so I take them to LA. I take my son and my daughter to LA. We're in LA. We land in LAX. You you can run into anybody. You know TMZ out there. Everything you know. So we get outside and Miles go, Dad, that's that's Ian. I said, Who is Ian? He said he wears Khalifa stylings and he's a fashion designer and he 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 hangs with ASAP Rocky. So. I was like, oh, okay. So Miles go over to him. was like, yo, man, what's up, man? I know who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't never seen, I don't, I don't, he done been around all kind of rappers. I, don't, I ain't never seen him get like over somebody. He's like, yo, this, that's that dude, you know? Mm-hmm. So they take a picture. Miles had on the Supreme jacket. He liked Miles' Supreme jacket and exchange numbers. So when we get back to Atlanta after the weekend, they keep in touch. And next thing I know is why I was like, Dad, put me on a plane to New York. And you put me on a plane. I work for Delta. I could do that. So this even before he took off. Mm-hmm. So he was flying around meeting Ian in these different places. And man, ASAP and ASAP um, was like, ASAP wanted to sign. He was like, mm-hmm. you're gonna, dude, you're going to be a star. And, that, and this wasn't even on no music shit yet. This, this, he just had a vibe. Long story short. Miles texted and said, Dad, guess what? I'm in the studio and Kanye in here. I was like, whoa. Crazy. Yeah, he was like, Kanye in here. And they took a picture. So he wasn't Lil Yachty than nobody then. Took a picture. Kanye, he called me, Miles called me the next morning and said, Oh, did he call me that night? But anyway, he said, he said, Dad, Kanye asked me, can I come to New York for a fitting for the Yeezy Jeez, show? I was wow. like, what? He was like, Dad, you gotta keep it on the law. I don't know if it's going to happen, but he asked me, can I come? And I said, well, my dad worked for Delta. Boom. He leaves LA, flies home, spends the night. The next morning, I was, I had to work. I'm at the gate with him. And we see Thug. We see young Thug. And, 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 and Thug get on the plane. Thug was in the show. And uh, he said, Miles said, he said, he said, Dad, he said, my life about to change. I feel it. He said, my mm-hmm. life about to change. He said, I feel it. And he said, he thug don't know me. And 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 he got to New York, did the fitting. And um, 
Uh, he said, Dad, I got it. I got the, I got the, I got the, I got the, I'm in the show. And so, um, so they had rehearsed all this kind of stuff. So he said that right as they was getting ready to, the, it was a tarp on, on top of, of the models. So and they were at Madison Square Garden. So when they removed the tarp, right before they removed the tarp, Miles was in the back. Everybody else had on like a, a khaki color, and Miles had on a red sweatshirt because you know the red beads. And he was in the back. They had him all the way in the back, in the middle. And he asked the lady, the crib director, lady. He said, he said, he said, since I got this red shirt on, my red hat, you should put me in front, don't you think? And she's like, you know what? That's a good idea. And put him dead smack in front, bro. When they lifted the tarp off. And he was dead smack in front, and he was standing there with the red hair and the, the, the hoodie and the Yeezys on, and, and they were just standing there, and they just stood there. And, and he was playing, and Kanye was playing the album. Mm-hmm. Yo, after the after, was that Life, Life of Pablo or no? What was it called, Life of Pablo? Uh, was it Yeezys? No, not Yeezys. Uh, I can't remember. No, no, I can't really no. remember. Was it Life of Pablo? It was, Life of Pablo was came out, I think, in sixteen. I think. Okay, then I that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. That's when this was. So, um, soon as the show was over, bruh, my Instagram started going bonkers because it was a live feed on uh, on on what is what is Jay Z's title title. So uh, <clears throat> my phone just started going crazy, man, and. and his picture started being everywhere. It was everywhere. And then, and then the next morning, he was on Vogue.com. He was on, he was on Good Morning America. Mm. It was like, who's the redhead kid? Nobody knows he does music. And then his and then that one night song kind of really met and took off. But uh, but yeah, man, so the, it, 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 and, and then I got coached now. Mm. And, and, and so it's kind of like you don't even have to oversee him or anything. You just look like let bro, coach. It was like and coach my age, so he a grown man, so he about his business. You mm-hmm. know, he ain't gonna out there be out there playing with you and all that kind of stuff. He he made him get up in the morning. It's the same thing if I was out there. You know, hey man, you gotta get up. You know, mm-hmm. you got a meeting, um, whatever. Coach is he he he's already a father, so he he got kids mm-hmm. my age, my son's age, so he. He knew how to uh, to handle all that, and 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 after he they did that little press run. Right. Right. As a father, you know, it's your automatic instincts is to provide and protect. So why why do you think he catches so much flack? You know, sometimes people say he is in hip hop and things like that. Why do you think he catches flack sometimes? I, I you know personally, man, I think he catches flack uh, because he has an opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of young cats don't be talking. They don't, they, don't, they don't voice their opinion. Like he voiced his opinion and told you that you know he didn't know any Tupac. Mm. And I'm gonna tell you why he didn't know any Tupac because I didn't play Tupac. Mm. I didn't play Tupac. You know, and 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 whatever came on the radio, I listened to. But personally, I wasn't a Tupac fan. Mm. And I know a lot of people are like, wow, you know, when I tell people that. But I wasn't. It just I wasn't on pop music like that. You know, mm. I didn't I didn't listen to it like that. I was into I was into some by that time man I was in I was you know I'm I'm drifting between jazz and 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 Coldplay mm-hmm. and, and Radiohead and Outkast and Common and 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 Tribe Called Quest and you know I was I was I was into all that mm-hmm. but and, and, you know I think it's a lot of people you know he's he's I'm 26 and even I I was a baby you know when Pac was killed. And I think y'all is younger than me, so yeah. uh, it's like you, for us, you, you can't really expect us to like know his music because we didn't right. really grow up on it. But the, but you know, as a music artist, some people may say that you know, as an artist, he may need to go back and do his homework and do his history. Do you feel like as an artist, they should they should you know go back and do their research on history? Um, I, 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 as, I, I you know, absolutely, as an artist, absolutely, and he does do his homework mm-hmm. on 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 artists. That's just a particular artist that there was. He didn't have any interest in him, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I, it's, that, that's all that was, simple and plain. It wasn't to, the, no. A lot of people confused that 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 thing, that Tupac thing, not knowing because it was showing disrespect, you know. And it wasn't showing disrespect. It was just the fact that, you know, at, at the age he was, it wasn't on the radio like that. 
that, that wasn't mainstream radio back then. Mm-hmm. You know, when he, when his ear was at an age when you when you start comprehending music on the radio, when you know who they are and you know your songs, you know, you're 10, 11, 12, 13. Um, but um, that wasn't that wasn't the case when he was that age. You know, Tupac was it was, was 90s and early, early early, early 2000s. He was a baby. You know, he was right. a little kid. And he, he listened to what I played. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So whatever, if I was into my little, you know, eclectic, whatever, you know, he was on that. And he was, he was a, he was a, he was a beast at knowing so many different songs, you know, cause, and, and he, he would be like that. You know, I went to, I went to school today and on Fridays the teacher lets us, lets, he plays music and he was, and, and Coldplay came on. And he said, and he said, he said, he said, my teacher was tripping because I sang the whole album <laughs> word yeah. for word. And he's like, and I was like, that's because that's what you know. I used to play it all the time, you know. So, um, so and he's different, you know. A lot of people don't like different, you know. Yeah. He brought, you know, what I, I was at George Lopez pool party two years ago, and um, no, last year, and 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 um, kid from Kid and Play. Said, found out who I was, and he said, he said, dude, man, he said, he said, I like your son because he put the fun back in rap. Mm-hmm. You know, at the time he came out, he was like, you know, that's because that's what Kid and Play was was on. They was on some fun rap, house you know, party. house party, yeah. all that, yeah. And, and and that was his lane. You know, mm-hmm. he wasn't trying to be no thug because he didn't grow up no thug. You know, we ain't, we ain't live in the hood. You know, he didn't have to live like that. And um um. You know, he didn't. He wasn't on that, and he was okay with that because again, it goes back to he knew who he was as himself. Mm-hmm. Um, but he kept, he caught he, he sometimes caught flack, I, I guess, because um, people people he 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 got so much going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he got so much going on, and people people are hate on that. People, a lot of people will 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 say what they say about his music. You know, if they if they're a fan, or if they're not a fan, you know. But every fan that, that that don't get down with him, they attend that dude. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you can't you can't you can't you can't be super dope and not have haters. You can't mm-hmm. be. How how do you want him to be remembered as a? Do you want him to be looked at more as a businessman or an artist? Um. Well, I want both. You know, I I, I want him to be a Renaissance man. I want mm-hmm. him to be as he is now. He's a young Renaissance man, and he he's well versed in and you know Miles got he got deals with you know uh, Nautica. He did Sprite. Mm-hmm. He he he's got Axe. Um, he's got um, he did Uggs. He he um, he just did a Disney deal. He got a new Disney deal with with Beats. By Dre for the 90th uh, anniversary. Uh, he got a Chef Boyardee deal. You know, uh, so I think you posted something about how how high two. He's the, he's yeah. the, he's, the, yeah. he's, the, he's he's he, he just rapped how high two the lead role with DC Young Fly. You know him and DC Young Fly the, the the lead. And I went on set, man, and I was like, I was so impressed, man. I was like, this dude can act. Like he can act. Like and that's what he wanted. You know, he got an acting coach and he took it serious. You know, matter of fact, George George Lopez had a, had his last TV show last year. It was a year before last, but anyway, uh, he said, "Hey man," he said, he said, "I said, I said George, I said George, my son wants to get into TV." And he said, he said, "Hey man, he's I, I, I watch him, man. I think he's ready." He said, "He says, I tell you what, when we film again, uh, I'm gonna have him on the show." And I was like, "What? You won't let him come on the show?" He said, "Yeah, I'm gonna let him come on the show." And he did. He, he flew to L.A. George took care of him, put him up, flew to L.A. and uh, filmed the George Lopez show. Did great in it. Did a great scene with George. And, um, you know, now he got acting, you know, roles coming That's his big. way. Yeah. Just a few more questions and then we'll we'll wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Um, you said that uh, I'm going to go back a little bit. Well, let's stick to hip hop for a little bit. Uh, before we wrap it up, um, for as hip hop this year, do you, are you do you pay attention to the music that's out right now? I do. What 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 would you say are some of your favorite albums to listen to this year? From other young cats, um, um, uh, I like Playboy Cardi. Playboy Cardi, I like Cardi. 
I, 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 I like Cardi. Um, you know, my, my, my daughter be playing, was, was playing Gunna a lot. I was like, okay, I, I, I like Gunna. Yeah, he's I think him and Lil Baby, they just had a project maybe like they, a month or so ago. They had a dope yeah. project that yeah. did well. I, I listened to that. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think I listened to Baby because he's on the same label as QC, so mm-hmm. it made me want to pay attention to him more. Um, and he had Atlanta Cat. Mm-hmm. And he's snapping. You know, he'd be snapping. Um, uh, who else would I, would I say on the game? I think T.I. had a good album to me this year. He was actually one of my top five albums, though. Really? Dime Trap. Is, I haven't played it. Yeah, Dime Trap is just in my. My my top five, what? yeah, I, I put Ti in my top okay. five. Okay, yeah, I I still give like I've been saying in my interviews with my other friends as music artists, I tell them that you know Nipsey Hustle to me with uh, Victory Lap, that was to me that was just okay. That's a beast. Yeah, Nipsey had the, the yeah. best album for me. Okay, but um, a few more questions. Let's um get ready to wrap it up. Um, okay. I'm gonna go back a little bit to um you know the. To get down, coming uh-huh. to it. Hopefully, I'm saying it right. Coming to get down. Coming to get down. Okay, mm-hmm. you know uh, Charlie Murphy. One time, one point in time, he was guy racist, so he was on the tour as well. What What do you remember about him? Wow, man, Charlie was. I, you know, I, I got to spend three years with Charlie every weekend, and Charlie was just such a, just such a great storyteller, man. He used to tell these stories, man. He just. He used to crack us up, man, with these stories. He he, he used to he told a story about when when Eddie Murphy first popped off, his brother first popped off, mm-hmm. and and they would and Eddie would be throwing these big dumb parties, just you know, when women would be at the house for like three and four days, like at a time, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a house full of women. And he said when Eddie would have to leave to go film for the day, he said he said they would just be like. Uh, <laughs> like trying to hold his legs out, like please don't leave, Eddie. Please don't leave. <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. But uh, Charlie, Ch- Charlie had some stories, man. He told me he would tell me stories about when he when he got on that day on the Dave Chappelle show. Talk about uh, Rick James, and he talked about being at Prince House. Like, like that dude had some experiences, man. He had some <laughs> stories. He told me how he used to rob dudes man, when he was young. He said that that if his mom his mom said you, you got to get out of uh, New Jersey and she sent him to the she sent him to uh, the Navy because uh, he was so bad you know mm. he, he was a stick up kid you know he was robbing on me he said he would hang out Charlie said Charlie said he would hang out at the pool hall he was like thirteen and fourteen hang out at the pool hall and the men would get so drunk they would come outside and stumble to their car and he rob them. Mm. <laughs> Take all their money out of their pocket. <laughs> Damn, Charlie. What was, what was, what were those initial, you know, after he passed away? What, what were those initial shows like after he was gone? It was tough, man, because he had already started missing shows. Mm-hmm. You know, he said he had started, he had started missing shows, and they would have to, they would have to make up something, you know, to the audience because people would be looking for him, you know, and. Uh, you know, some days he'd come back and he looked he looked good. He looked good. And then some days he didn't look good. And he's like, oh, man, he started losing a lot of weight and you know. And uh he called me, he's like, Shannon, Shannon with the cannon. <laughs> What's up, Shannon with the cannon? <laughs> That's what he would call me. And I just go in his dressing room, man. And uh I just sit in there and talk to him, man. We just talk, man, and he was just such a humble, cool guy, man. He would, he would, he would, he would have his his road manager roll up his joints, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he had like five of them on the on the on the on the on the uh, on like the little table, coffee table, and he sit there and talk to you, and he just be smoking this little joint, and he just be talking to you, and every show. He 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 on his rider would be Popeye's chicken. Mm. Yeah, Popeye's every every week. Like some guy like DL, he get he gets salmon and baked chicken and, and and you know, he get the same thing. Everybody get that's kinda like what they get. They get they get their little certain things. And Charlie would get Popeye's chicken in every city, man. He get Popeye's every city. One my one final question. What's your ultimate goal? 
uh, is to continue to grow in this business, man. To continue to grow, man. That's my goal, man. You know, I just want to be, I just want to, I just want to just grow and be a dope photographer and be known as as the cat that really put his heart and soul into the to the to the business and you know my pictures tell the story and that you see that um i was i was a hungry humble cat that 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 wanted to get it man and that and and, and they got it and that's still getting it and that's going to continue to get it all right well miss shannon thank you we we'll appreciate the time. Real quick before we get out of here, can you give everybody your social media how to follow you? Yep, yep, yep. It's at Shannon McCollum. S-H-A-N-N-O-N-M-C-C-O-L-L-U-M. All together, at Shannon McCollum. That's me on everything. And check me out. Same camera, different eye. That's my hashtag. That's my business. Same camera, because we all got the same kind of camera, but we all got a different eye. We all see it differently. So that's my thing. Same camera, different eye. Hashtag, check that. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. Till next time, guys. Keep chasing dreams. This is Cross the Line Podcast. Cross the line. Cross the line. Brat.